Hello everyone. Have you been having problems airing a program or a show? Well, try Anchor. Anchor has free episodes. They have music. They have sound effects. Even recording. And now they even have new programs within their podcasting. So try Anchor Podcast today and see for yourself. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well. Let's bow our heads real quickly and, and give God the praise. Thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we thank you, Almighty God, for being with us today, waking us up. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being with us throughout the day today. We ask, Almighty God, that this word that comes forth be from you and be an inspiring word to all that hear it. And we thank you, Lord, for this word. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Now, our new word for today is Zazang. It comes from the alphabet word Zayin. Okay? Zayin and the word is Zazang. Z-A-H-Z-A-H-N and it means beard. Okay. And for those of you who missed the words before this, I'll go over them real quickly. Uh, prior to this was Bav and the word was Vared and Vared, V-E-H-R-E-D, means rose. The word before this was hay. The letter was hay, and the word was whole ring, whole ring, H-O-H-R-E-E-M. And it means parents. The word before that was de delet. And the word for delet is dagim. D A H G E E M. And it means fish. The word before that was gemil. The letter is gemil. The word is gabayim, gabayim, G-A-R-B-A-H-Y-I-M. And that word means socks. The word prior to that was, the letter prior to that was bet. Bet, B-E-T. And the word is baru. Baruch, B-A-H-R-A-H-K, and it means lightning. 
Barack, I'm sorry. It's Barack, B-A-H-R-A-H-K, Barack. Uh, the word prior to that was Alif. The letter was Alif. That's the first letter. And the word was Abayam. Abayam. A-H-M-B-A-H-T-Y-A-M. Abayam. Meaning bathtub. Okay, and that's all the words we've learned so far. And for those of you who missed the alphabet, the alphabet was Aleph, Bet, Gamil, Gillette, Hey, Vav, Zang, Het, Tet, Yod, Kaf, Lam, Mem, Nam, Shemek, Ayin, Pei, Tizdik, Ruf, Resh, Shin, Sin, and Tav. Okay, now we're going to move on into our lesson for today. We stopped off at 51. Wish it was 51. <laughs> uh, okay, we left off at uh, Exodus chapter 30. Okay, now, yesterday, last night, um, and I, I mentioned this before when I was going over uh, one of the other lessons. Um, I was I mentioned about other books that you can look into and one of the books I talked about was Joshua and I just happened to be uh, looking over Joshua last night for those of you who are interested you can go to YouTube and they actually read the book to you over YouTube um, or if you prefer you can get it on your um, you can get it online that way and read it or you can buy it either way but I do advise that you go in and take a look at it um, the stories are really interesting and they explain a lot of things that's in the Bible that we know is not uh, completely explicit in details and understanding so just check the book out, see for yourself. Um, I think one of the reasons why it wasn't included was because it seems fairy taleish, but you have to remember that uh, the people of uh, 6,000, 7,000 years ago were much stronger and uh, power uh, physically. Um, you think about Adam and Eve, you know, Adam had a lot of power, and so, you know, that power didn't just dissipate, you know, that power is still there in the gene. Um, so, 
the you figure you're talking about his line of people. So just check the book out and see for yourself. Okay, so um, and while you're at it, uh, check out Jubilees and uh, uh, Maccabees also. Okay, uh, moving on to today's lesson, chapter 30. Um, and thou shalt make an altar to burn incense upon, of the shikam wood shall thou make it. Now remember, we are talking about, uh, first he gave the laws, and he's telling them how to put together the temple, or the tent temple, and um, the priest, uh, we were talking about the priest the last time with Aaron and his sons and how they had to dress. So we're continuing on here. Um, he's telling how to set up the altar and uh, he'll be talking about various things pertaining to the insides of the tent. Okay, so we are on Exodus 30, chapter, uh, verse 2. A cubic shall be the length thereof, and a cubic the breadth thereof. Four score shall it be, and two cubits shall be the height thereof. The horns thereof shall be of the same. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold and top thereof, and the sides thereof, round about, and the horns thereof. And thou shalt make unto it a crown of gold round about. And two golden rings shall thou make to it under the crown of it. By the two corners thereof, upon the two sides of it, shall thou make it. And thou shalt be for pillars, for the stays, to bear it with the wall. Wow, that's going to be heavy and beautiful. And thou shalt make the staves of shikam wood, and overlay them with gold. Now, shikam wood was, uh, it was a common wood, but it was a good wood. It was a sturdy wood. And thou shalt put it before the veil that is by the ark of the testimony. Now, you know, the veil was the curtain. Before the mercy seat that is over the testimony, where I will meet with thee. And Aaron shall burn thereon sweet incense every morning. When he dresses the lamp, he shall burn incense upon it. And when Aaron lighteth the lamp at eve, he shall burn incense upon it. A perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. Hmm, that's interesting. Throughout your generations, you know, always pay attention to those. Let's read that again. It says, And Aaron shall burn thereof sweet incense every morning. When he dresses the lamp, he shall burn incense upon it. And when Aaron lighteth 
the lamps at evening, he shall burn incense upon it, a perpetual incense before the Lord throughout his generations. Ye shall offer to strange, ye shall offer no strange incense thereof, nor burn sacrifice, nor meat offerings, neither shall ye pour drink offerings thereof. Okay. And Aaron shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of, atone, of atonements. Once in a year shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generation. It is most holy unto the Lord. Okay, now let's establish something here. Okay, so let's go back to 9. He says, Ye shall offer no strange incense thereon. So no kind of strange incense should be, should be burned on this altar. Nor burnt sacrifices, nor meat offerings. Neither shall ye pour drink offering. So nothing should be on this at all. This is strictly for show, seems like. Except, he says, and Aaron shall make an atonement unto the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of atonement. So only the sin offering, and that's only once a year. Okay, Exodus 30, chapter 11. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, When thou takest the sum of the children of Israel after their number, then shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto the Lord. When thou number them, that there be no plague among them when those numbers numberest them. This they shall give every one that passeth among them that are numbered half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary. A shekel is a 20 gopher, jira, excuse me, 20 jira, and half a shekel shall be the offering of the Lord. <clears throat> Everyone that passes among them that are numbered from 20 years old and above shall give an offering unto the Lord. Hmm. The rich shall not give more, and the poor shall not give less than half a shackle. When they give an offering unto the Lord to make an atonement for their souls. And thou shalt take the atonement money of the children of Israel, 
and shall appoint it for the service of the tabernacle of congregation, that it may be a memorial unto the children of Israel before the Lord, to make an atonement for your souls. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thou shalt also make a labor of brass, and his foot also of brass, to wash withal, and thou shalt put it between the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, and thou shalt put water therein. For Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet thereat. When they go into the tabernacle of the congregation, they shall wash with water that they die not. Or when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn offerings made by fire unto the Lord. So they shall wash their hands and their feet that they die not, and it shall be a statue forever to them, even to him and to his seed throughout their generation. Moreover, the Lord spanked unto Moses, saying, Take thou also unto thee principal spices of pure myrrh, 500 shackles, and sweet cinnamon, half so much, even 250 shackles, and of sweet cameras, 250 shackles, and of cassica, 500 shackles, after the shackles of the sanctuary and of olive oil and hemp. And thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apocryphy. It shall be a holy anointing oil. Hmm. Cinnamon, sweet calamus, and cassica and him. Interesting. And thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation therewith, and the ark of the testimony and the table, and all his vessels, and the candlesticks, and his vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offerings, with all his vessels, and the laver, and his foot. And thou shalt sanctify them, that they may be most holy, and whatsoever touches them shall be holy. 
And thou shalt anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, say, This shall be a holy anointing oil unto me throughout your generation. Throughout your generation. Okay. Upon man's flesh shall it not be poured, neither shall ye make any other like it. After the composition of it, it is holy, and it only shall be holy unto you. Whoever compounded it, compounded any like it, or whosoever putteth any of it upon a stranger, shall even be cut off from his people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto thee sweet spices, sactic, and oxica, and galabon. These sweet spices were pure frankincense. Of each shall there be a little weight, and thou shalt make it a perfume, a confection after the art of apocryphy, Temp uh, tempered together, pure and holy. Okay, so he's giving him, he's giving him the spices to mix together. Um, and I can guarantee these spices are around, but they're probably hard to put their hands on, if you can find them. I'm going to look these up uh, myself to see. But, of course, you can't mix these together. That, he says, uh, very clearly, he tells you not to put this together. This was only for the priests to put together and it's only for the uh, the holy place. Okay. Um, chapter 30, verse 36. And thou shalt beat some of it, very small, and put of it before the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation, where I will meet with thee, and it shall be upon you most holy. And as the perfume which thou shalt make, ye shall not make to yourself accordingly to the composition thereof. It shall be unto thee holy for the Lord. Whosoever shall make like unto that to smell thereto shall even be cut off from his people. So this is one of the things that you read about, but you do not put it together. The only one allowed to put it together was the person at that time. And unless the Lord gives it to you for a specific thing, 
Then leave it alone. Okay, let's go to chapter 31. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called but I have called by name Bezerel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God and wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all matters of workmanship to devise cunning work to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in cutting of stone to set them and in carving of timber to work in all manner of workmanship and I behold I have given with him Ahalabah, the son of Ahismach, of the tribe of Dan, and in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded thee. The tabernacle of the congregation and the ark of the testimony and the mercy seat that is thereupon and all the furniture of the tabernacle and the table and his furniture and the pure candlesticks with all his furniture and the altar of incense and the altar of burnt offerings with all his furniture and the labor and his foot and the cloth and the cloths of service and the holy garments for Aaron the priest and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office and the anointing oil and the sweet incense for the holy place according to all that I have commanded thee shall they do. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily, my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you thereout throughout your generations, that ye may know that I am the Lord that doeth sanctify you. Please read that again, Exodus 30. Chapter 13, Exodus, uh, sorry, excuse me, Exodus, Exodus chapter 31, verse 13. I'm in a very dim light here, so it's kind of hard to see this. Um, let's see if I can get into the light a little bit better. Here we go. Okay, it says, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel. Okay, everybody, we know who the Israel is. Saying, Verily my Sabbath ye shall keep. Okay, verily my Sabbath we shall keep. Um, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that ye may know that I am the Lord that 
do it sanctify you. So the Lord is telling us to make sure that we keep our Sabbath. Ye shall keep the Sabbath thereof, for it is holy unto you. Every one that defileth it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, the soul shall be cut off from among his people. Now six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest. Holy to the Lord, whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations for a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And he gave unto Moses when he had made an end of consume of communing with him upon Mount Sinai, two tablets of testimony, tablets of stone written with the finger of God. Now, I said this over and over and over and over, and I'm going to say it again, and I know a lot of people are going to get upset. But the true day of the Sabbath is sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. And this year, we have a double Sabbath. We have sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, sundown Saturday, sundown, sundown Sunday, sundown Monday. Three days. Because it's Passover right on top of the Sabbath. Now. Again, I'll state this again for some people. Some people cannot, they try, but they cannot get the Sabbath off. And I understand that. I went through that myself. But that's between you and the Lord, and you can work that out with him. Some people take a day, and they put that day aside, and they make that their Sabbath. Um, as long as you're keeping it and you're following it, then that's between you and God. Now, for those people who are doing the Sabbath on Sunday, that's the day that some people do the Sabbath. However, <clears throat> you know what day the Sabbath is. And you will be accountable because you know what day it is. I just want to say that. You see, years ago, I used to do my Sabbath on Sunday. Um, I would go to church tentatively on Sunday. Now, I know better for the last, I guess, 15 years, 14 years, 15 years. So I don't do that anymore. Now I start doing it Friday, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. <clears throat> okay. That's me personally. All right. 
Let's move on to Exodus 32. All right. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mountain, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods which shall go before us, for as for this Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we wrought not what he become of him. So, you know, <laughs> people have a tendency to do this. When something good is about to happen, they are too quick. They don't want to wait for the good to happen. And they rush ahead and they go and do something that messes up the good thing that's coming. And then it takes even longer for that good thing to come back around or for them to get what was coming to them. So, as we can see, this looks like one of those instances because they were told to do a specific thing. And now, here they are getting ready to mess that up by doing something else. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. Now, here again, Aaron is the leader. And, uh, you know, he's leading the people in the wrong direction. And like, again, like today, we have leaders today who have a tendency to lead the people in the wrong direction. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> and all the people broke off their golden earrings which there were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron. Those must have been some, some real nice pieces. <clears throat> and he received them at their hands and fastened it with a graven tool after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, <clears throat> These by, <clears throat> these by thy God, these by thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> they're talking to, <clears throat> they're talking to a calf. So, <laughs> let's let's reread this. It says, and he received them at their hands and fastened it with a graven tool. So he fastened their earrings to this graven molten structure. And after he had made it a molten calf, 
and they said, These be thy gods. Now, who said it? They said it. Since they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Now, this calf did not bring them out the land of Egypt. God brought them out of the land of Egypt. So you see, they lying, one, and two, they have, they have already turned against what the Lord told them. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron, and Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's really a mess, isn't it? <laughs> and the Lord said unto Moses, Go get thee down for thy people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. Now you know God is mighty, because he can see it all while he's sitting there talking to Moses. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. And they have made them a molted calf and have worshipped it, and have sacrificed thereunto, and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen these people, and I, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now you see, the Lord is furious. He is mad. Wouldn't you be mad? I would be mad. Okay. Uh, the main thing he says in his commandments is thou shalt have no other gods before me. Right? Nor should you bow down to them. Nor should you cook for them or anything else for that matter. So they have really stepped out of line here. <laughs> Now, therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may wax, not against them, and that I may consume. Now, therefore, let me alone. Now, this is the Lord speaking. That my wrath may wax hot against them. <laughs> that, that's a nice way of saying I'm really angry right now. Get away from me. <laughs> and that I may consume them. Now, when the Lord says that I may consume you, look out. Because you're, you're treadling on death. <laughs> the Lord plans to wipe you out. <laughs> and I will make of them a great and... I will make of them a great nation. 
<clears throat> and Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why doest thou wrath wax hot against thy people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, for mischief did he bring them out of to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth. Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Wow. I don't know if I could have said that. Do you? I mean, to ask God to turn away his wrath against the people and evil wrath but we do know that when you're angry it is considered evil remember remember Abraham Isaac and Israel thy servants to whom thou sworest by thy own self and saidest unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven and all this land, and that I have spoken of will, I give unto your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. <clears throat> and the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. And Moses turned and went down from the mountain, and the two tablets of the testimony were in his hand. The tablets were written on both their sides, on the one side and on, and on the other were they written. And the tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, graven upon the tablets. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. And he said, It is not the voice of them that shout for, for mastery, neither is it the voice of them that cry, for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. And I came to, and it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot. <laughs> now, and he cast. And he cast the tablets out of his hand and broke them beneath the mount. Now, they caused Moses to sin, a great sin here. Because first of all, he did the very thing that he, he said to the Lord, why are you doing this, you know, this evil thing. And so he turns around and does the same evil thing. And worse, he breaks the tablets that the Lord has given him for the commandments and everything. Okay, 
um, and he took the calf which he had and he took the calf which they had made and burnt it in the fire and ground it to powder and strewed it upon the water and made the children of Israel drink of it. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did this people, what did this people unto thee, that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? And Aaron said, Let not thy anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people, that they are set on mischief. For they said unto me, Make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wrought not what is become of him. And I said unto them, Whatsoever have any gold, let their hand let them break it off. So they gave me them and I cast it into the fire and there came out this calf. Now, come on. A calf doesn't just come out the fire. Okay? You have to mold that calf. <laughs> so now Aaron is lying. Okay. And when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side, and go in and out from the gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man his brother, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. And the children of the Levites did according to the word of Moses. And there fell a and there fell of the people that day about 3,000 men. For Moses had said, Consecrate yourself today to the Lord, even every man upon his son and upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. And it came to pass on the morrow. So you can imagine when they went through the camp with the sword to kill people, who do you think they went through this camp and killed? The people who were clad, who were naked, they didn't have clothes on or was half clad. People who had been orgying, having sex, dancing vocally. Those are the people they saw it through. Because I'm sure, being their Levites, they were standing there looking at this and they're saying, this is not right. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> in 
And it came, uh, this is verse 30, chapter 32, verse 30. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, You have sinned a great sin, and now I will go up unto the Lord. Preadventure I shall make an atonement for your sin. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, these people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sin, and if not blot me, and if not blot me, I pray thee, out of the book which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever have sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Therefore, now go, lead the people unto the place of which I have spoken unto thee. Behold, my angel shall go before thee. Now, again, here you see, Moses is thinking of it is thinking of the people, not of himself. And he's telling the Lord, take him out of the good book, the book that we're judged by at the end. The Lord's telling them, no, 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 no. Now, they created that sin, then they're going to be held accountable for that sin. See? Okay, now, again, the Lord is sending an angel. Therefore, now go, lead the people unto the place of which I have spoken unto thee. Now he says, Behold, mine angels shall go before thee. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. Okay? And the Lord plagued the people because they made the calf which Aaron made. Okay, we're going to stop here at chapter 33. We have a few more minutes, so I just want to, I just want to talk about uh, the Seder that's coming up soon. Um... I am looking into the Seder to see um, some of us would like to get as close to the original uh, Seder as possible. And I'm just, um, I I'm having some, uh, some doubts about certain things. Um, I'm considering um, a dinner. And I'm also considering uh, the seven day uh, this the uh, matzah being eaten the seven days, which that I know that's in the word of God. Uh, however, um, my concern is the wine. 
the four cups of wine and I think a lot of that is very ritual I think if I'm not mistaken which I'm going to go back and check and then I'll get back to you on it but I think that that was created by man um, as I said I'm doing some uh, looking into those things uh, because I think it's important that we should do it the way it was done and not add or take away from it. Um, I mean, when I say add or take away, I mean be ritualistic about it. If the Lord uh, was just had dinner and broke bread and said, now you should have bread uh, every, you know, for seven days as a reminder, then yes, absolutely. Um, if he said to drink the wine, absolutely. But, um, I'm having some issues with that. So, um, I did give everybody the Seder, the Seder plate. Uh, we went over the, uh, the whole, uh, whole night of Passover and what you can do. I will go over it again for those who want to follow the close to the traditional uh, Passover ritual. But for those of you who um, are really trying to uh, stick as close to the Bible version of what was actually done um, I'm looking into that because uh, like I said I have some I have some reservations about that okay so that's me and I will get back to you on that okay let's uh, close out in prayer and then I will go over if other information with you. Let's bow our heads. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we give you all praise and honor and glory for this word that went forth tonight. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the lessons that you have brought forth out of your word. And we ask, Lord, that you continue to remind us and keep us in place and step with you, Father. We ask you, Almighty God, to look after us and keep us the rest of this day as we go forth throughout this day doing the things that's required of us. Father, we give you all praise and honor and glory, and we thank you, Almighty God, once again. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, everyone, if you would like to contact me to come on the show, say a few words, um, you can reach me at URL anchor.fm right slash Linda L I N D A dash McMillan M C M I L L I A N dash nine. If you would like to send me a message, 
you can reach me at mcmillan75gmail.com. That's M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S 75 at gmail.com. Those of you who'd like to donate or sponsor, there's a button at the bottom of this page. Just press the one that you're interested in, and that information will be provided for you. Okay, that's the end of our program. Thank you so much for joining me. Good night, and God bless.